morning, Bitcoiners! It is Brian, the UK Bitcoin master, tuning in from the UK, uh, welcoming all of my great Bitcoin friends from around the world to the show. If you're in the show live, thanks for being here. Thanks for your support. Look up in the chat and you will find a link to tweet this out on Twitter and tag me in please. Uh, so, Lance, welcome. Michael Weber's in. Elaine, my lovely wife. Proud Zionist Jew is in. Buffy W, Zaza's with us. Uh, Andy BTC, great to see you back. Uh, Dan, just learned Bitcoins with us as well. I'm not sure if um, Pastor Phil is in the house. I know he's at work and I know he had his boss walk in um, on him, so he had to uh, disappear. Hold on a second. I've got an issue here. That's a bit better. Um, so, Phil, if you are watching, welcome to you. Great to have you with us. Michael Weber is, uh, yeah, greetings, everyone. Got that. Barefoot Barry, New Zealand. We have New Zealand in the house, people. Welcome to you, Barry from New Zealand. Uh, it's great when you can tune in and join us, my friend. Uh, it really is. Um, you have to apologize. I've had uh, a couple of issues beforehand where my voice went completely out of sync leading up to the show. So, if it does go out of sync, maybe somebody can let me know in the chat if it's in sync or not. And if it does, well, I can't change it unless the stream fails and I've got to restart the stream. It's something we're going to have to live with. So now and again, my Mac fan goes loopy and it throws everything out of sync. So fingers crossed that won't happen, but I'm just putting it out there. You can see the disclaimer there. So if you're new, you should have read that by now. Don't take anything I say as financial advice, whatever you do, people. What I want to do is pop up my websites quickly. Let's get into the show. Um, <clears throat> if you're new to the channel, UKBitcoinMaster.com, you're going to find all the videos I've ever done. And BitcoinInterviews.com is where you will find the interviews that I've done to date. So do check those out. And finally, for those that want to drop a lightning tip, there you go. Tipping.me address is there at UK Bitcoin Master. Put that into a website. That will come up. Um, drop a lightning tip if you want. I don't expect it. You don't need to. I'm not doing this channel for those reasons. Um, but obviously, there are people that have reached out and said, look, you know, you don't have the subs yet. So how do we drop you a tip? So there it is for those people that want it. So I want to get that out of the way. Um, Barry is saying all good. So hopefully I'm in sync. That would be blooming marvelous if that's working um, OK. So um, please follow me on Twitter. Um, then you'll never miss a show because I always tweet the show link out one hour before the show and a couple of minutes before the show. Follow me on um, on um, Parler as well. Parler, an alternative to Twitter. Um, it gets tweeted out there. I am on BitChute. I'm on DTube. Um, where else am I? And I'm on I'm on Anchor Podcasts, and that also goes out on Apple Podcasts. So follow me somewhere. I would also encourage you to follow me at UK Bitcoiner on YouTube, which is the backup channel I use when this got taken down temporarily. And if this goes down again, I'll simply move straight over to that channel. Now, you don't need to fear if you're going to follow me. Um, that you're going to be bombarded with stuff because it's dormant. But if this one goes down, it means I've got somewhere to live stream to instantly on my next show. And if you're subscribed to it, then you as a regular have got continuity. So do subscribe to UK Bitcoiner just for that reason, because 
you know, YouTube sites have been taken down everywhere. And I don't know if this will go again. I'm hoping not. You know, both Adam and I got ours back, you know, after some work. Um, but if it goes down again, you want to know where you can follow me. So let's get over to the um, desktop. Whoops. Let's click on that. Otherwise, it's not going to let me get to the desktop. Uh, that's better. <clears throat> Quick look at the price, as we always do. Um, I don't worry about price up or down. You shouldn't either. As you can see, sideways. Um, we are but up above 11.3 again, which is healthy compared to the, you know, the low 10s that we were in. So, you know, but it just bobs sideways. But I would say to all of you, <clears throat> don't go and get complacent. Don't go and think nah, nothing much is going on because all of a sudden in Bitcoin, there can be nothing going on. And then boom. Yeah, green candles going crazy. Uh, David Carney from Dublin, welcome to you. Uh, great that you can support the show again. And while David's in the chat, I will just mention uh, <clears throat> the regulars on the UK Bitcoin Master twice weekly show that you're on now have got the option, if you do subscribe and support the show, um, if you tweet the show out as well, you've got the option to apply to become a member of our private 21 million club. What is that? It is a club, a group of us that are in the chat here that have a chat on Zoom once a month offline off of YouTube and we get to know each other and we talk Bitcoin. And if you want to be eligible, find out if you're eligible for that, then after the show's finished within five minutes, all the notes go down below. And if you go to the bottom of the notes section, you'll find an email address where you can reach out to me you can ask questions about what's it about, how can you be part of it. And it's just a great way. You know, we always say on these shows, don't we, my Bitcoin friends. Well, look, <clears throat> I don't know these people. We call them Bitcoin friends because we've we've got a common denominator, as in we're 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 both interested in the same thing. But it's great to get to know someone off of these shows and learn a little bit about them so that you can start to create proper friendships. That's why we do it. We only go uh, once a month we do it. So if you're interested in that, then do reach out to me in the show notes afterwards. So sideways motion, nothing much going on, but the fundamentals are mentally strong. We've got so much stuff going on with the with the organizations, institutions that are starting to move into Bitcoin, which we're going to come on to. Yeah, Zaza, thank you. The meetings are great. Hopefully you guys think they're great. Otherwise, there's no point in doing them. We want to make it interesting. So the people that are on the 21 million club meetups, they get a bit of value that they wouldn't get ordinarily uh, when we're on this public forum live on YouTube. So worth being a member of. That's what I would say. So let's get into some articles that I found that sort of back up what I've been trying to say to you. <clears throat> Look. We've had Fidelity. We've got um, uh, Raul Paul. We've got Paul Tudor Jones. We've got MicroStrategy, to name a few, and I'm missing some, I'm sure. But now all of a sudden, and of course, I only go live every third or fourth day. So for many of you that follow other people's channels, this is old news. But for me, I just thought it was worth mentioning when you look at this financial giant, this asset manager, Stone Ridge, just bought into Bitcoin with $115 million. You know, 10,000 Bitcoins. What you need to extrapolate from that, if you zoom out, is we've got some kind of momentum starting to happen now. You know, they say that once the floodgates are open... 
Nobody wants to be miss out. Nobody wants to be left behind. We know big companies, they evaluate, they have boardroom meetings, etc. But on a personal level, I can just see this thing gathering momentum because we're going to get to a point where companies are going to think, we're missing out here. We need to be doing something. When you look at what's going on with the money printing, you've got companies, you know, starting to take Michael Saylor's words on about this, you know, these cash reserves. He called them a melting ice cube, i.e. all their cash reserves are melting away with all the, 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 the I can never do that. So the money printer goes burr and all this sort of thing and the inflation that's going to come and the price rises that are going to come. So, this thing is going to gather momentum, people. I think I did highlight something to read. Yeah, Stone Ridge Holdings, an, institution, an institutional asset management giant for financial advisors, institutes and insurance companies worth over 10 billion. It's a big company. Announced yesterday that it's acquired 10,000 Bitcoin, equivalent to over 100 million as part of its treasury reserve strategy. This is the important bit. They're now buying it to hold in their reserves in their treasuries, which is a big deal. They're not buying it on some exchange. You know, they are buying Bitcoin, uh, what I refer to as the root stock, the stock of Bitcoin. Now, are they owning it, taking it offline and keeping it on cold storage? Hey, I don't know. The point is, this is happening, as it says here. This continues the trend that began weeks ago by MicroStrategy, um, that listed companies are adopting Bitcoin as their reserve currency. This is this cannot not gain momentum, in my opinion, when you've got big multi-billion companies like this starting to take notice. SciFlyer67, good morning to you as well. Um, <clears throat> here's one that Fidelity were talking about. Trillions of dollars could flow into Bitcoin as a unique alternative investment. I actually think that's coming too. Uh, I, I don't want to make price predictions. You won't get those on my show. But there's something going on that, you know, don't miss out on this because when it goes, it is going to go. I really feel that. He could be wrong. You know, the government might step in and try and ban Bitcoin or do something to try and halt its march on. And don't think governments and, you know, financial institutions are going to go go down without a fight because they simply are not. But, you know, you could say the people have spoken. Bitcoin has spoken. It doesn't matter what anyone does or doesn't do. For 11 years, Bitcoin has just marched forward regardless. Even when something massive happens, Bitcoin goes down, then it bounces back and keeps on marching forward. So it ain't dead yet. And I can't see it being dead. Truth be told. Have no turn. I know it's today colder. Oh, you're talking about being cold out there. Sorry. I'm cold in the UK. That's why I've got my um, hoodie on. Really chilly here today. Um, you guys are chatting in the chat. If you want my attention, if you want to ask a question, if you want me to read something out, type in UK Bitcoin Master. If you don't know, it will light it up for me, not you, in bright orange. And it stands out like Michael Weber did earlier. So all you got to do is type in UK Bitcoin Master and I'll happily read what you're saying. Um, to the group or answer the question if at all possible. Um, so did I, whoops, did I 
highlight anything. Yeah, the current macro environment is the best scenario for Bitcoin. It is exactly what the digital currency needs. I think with, you know, the pandemic and, you know, the money printing and locking down the world, I think is just accelerating this whole macroeconomic environment to Bitcoin's upside, I believe. Um, as Fidelity notes in its latest report on Bitcoin investment thesis, hang on, Bitcoin as a unique investable asset is gaining lots of traction, which is to increase in response to the Federal Reserve cutting their benchmark interest rate to zero or negative interest rates. In a world where benchmark interest rates globally are near, at or below zero, what that means, people, if that goes below zero, you are going to have to pay your bank to keep your money in it. So Simon Dixon's just done a great video about what happens with banking. It's worth going and looking at. That's, you know, he was saying you have to pay your banks. You don't want to have money in banks apart from uh, paying your bills. Um, the opportunity cost of not allocating to Bitcoin is higher, reads the report by Ria Vittoria, the director of research. So again, you know, the first couple of articles are so bullish on where this thing is going. Get in the game, people. J.C. Borta. I'm going to get this right intuitively, JC. Bear with me. You know, in the UK, we see B-O-T-H-A and we say Botha. Forgive me for a couple of years I've said that. Uh, I'm really grateful that you pointed out how I'm supposed to say it. So, JC Borta, welcome uh, to the show. So, for me, everything's pointing in the direction of Bitcoin climbing very soon, I feel. Then we look at a company like Coinbase, hate on them all we like, but it's now just come out that they are holding more than 11 billion of Bitcoin in cold storage. That's a massive organization. That's you're not stopping that organization, love them or hate them. You know, I, I think they're a, <clears throat> a bit of a honeypot, actually. Um, but, you know, you're not going to stop them. And this is massive. And again, you know, a bit like the Googles out there and, and the Amazons out there, you know, Coinbase is the Google and the Amazon of crypto in terms of, you know, yeah, it just, um, you know, holds all these poop coins, as I call them. And that's fine. It's It's got a strategy. It's got a business strategy. It wants to follow that. It's not, you know, unique to Bitcoin, you know, so it will do what it does. But the mere fact that it's holding over 11 billion of Bitcoin in cold storage, that's a pretty darn big company. I think you would agree. Um, now, here's how large Bitcoin. Sorry, here's how large Bitcoin needs to grow before it sucks value away from gold. Let's have a look. Oh, Satoshi, welcome to the show. Great to have you with us. Don't forget to pound the like button and look above in the chat. There's a link to tweet this out, tweet it out, people. Um, so this one is going to take us on a slightly different direction, uh, talking about somebody that I hate putting on a pedestal, but there you go. It says, um, one on-chain analyst uh, notes that once Bitcoin passes a $1 trillion market cap, institutions will consider it an asset bucket rather than an inflation hedge and begin direct 
directing significant amounts of capital towards it. Now, this is what this um, publication is saying. Peter Schiff, Bitcoin's growth trajectory limited as it runs out of new investors. I don't and I'll go on to what he said in a minute. I don't quite get what he's not seeing here. How can he say that four or five big publicly traded companies is it's going to run out of investors? We haven't even started yet. I mean, is the guy mad? You know, of course he's going to. He, his, his business, his family business is to sell gold. So he's going to obviously, and I get it, he's going to rip on something that stands um, against gold or the new gold potentially. But uh, this is madness. And I, pr I probably understand why he's saying it, because he wants to turn those people off that are looking at and thinking of Bitcoin <clears throat> because obviously he wants them involved in his gold. Um, so prominent gold bug and Bitcoin critic Peter Schiff recently threw a wet towel over the notion that a herd, uh, a herd is coming to Bitcoin with a massive amount of capital that will drive it higher. He thinks that won't happen. <clears throat> he believes that the capital um, sources that many investors hope will lift BTC higher are already exposed to Bitcoin, which means that there may not be and any imminent sources of capital to push the crypto higher. Um, I completely disagree. Um, he said, and I quote, the herd that's coming isn't the problem. If fact, it, sorry, I think I should be in fact, the herd is already invested. Nah, you're wrong. The problem will arise when the herd tries to exit. You're wrong again. Look at the stats on how many people are hodling. You know, you've got Michael Saylor holding nearly half a billion of Bitcoin. And he said for 100 years, he's not alone, people. So far, these larger buy orders have propped up the market, enabling others to get out. What happens when selling picks up without any new large buyers? We can we can strip that back all you like. But ultimately, I don't know what planet the guy's on. But it's just starting. It's only just starting. But again, I've got to give it to him that he is involved in gold. And of course, he's going to push the gold narrative. I get that. But, you know, what I don't want noobs and people that have not got their strong Bitcoin hand mentality yet, I don't want them fudded out by what this guy might say to them. They need to do their own research, get in the rabbit hole and articles like this, I think it sort of uh, calls him out. But of course, only time's going to tell on this, isn't it? You know, whether he's right or whether we're right. I just think, you know, the, 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 the hedge is stacked in our favour, I believe. OK, now another warning. Hackers send fake update to steal 22 million from Bitcoin wallets. Now, this is talking of the Electrum wallet. But it is talking about people that use their mobile phones. I use Electrum, but I've got Electrum sat behind my full node 
purring away over in the corner to give myself the best possibility of privacy away from prying eyes that I can. But it is worth just pointing out so that it is in your mind, people. Crypto hunting hackers have stolen more than $22 million from the users of Electrum, a popular Bitcoin wallet in the past two years using a simple technique involving fake updates. Researchers stated the hack technique was initially observed back in December 2018 and was since used in several attacks over the next few years to swindle millions of dollars from unsuspecting Electrum users. The last of such attacks was as recent as September or last month. Um, how an update proved expensive. Uh, it says relevant posts on Bitcoin, Bitcoin forums showed hackers managed to send out update notifications for the Electrum app on victim phones. When the when the latter did update, did update their apps, the funds were immediately stolen and siphoned off to wallets allegedly controlled by the hackers. And there's one such um, hack there and it goes on. What is the message from this, people? Be mindful before you do any updates. Take advice. Reach out to somebody on Twitter or someone you know and ask a question. Don't do it. Don't ever, 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 ever click on, click on a link in an email from Electrum, from Trezor, and let them then follow that link because that is where you have the highest chance of phishing software, malware, or whatever it's all called, <coughs> sending you to a hacker's address. You do an update and wallop. All your Bitcoin's gone. Don't do it. Set it up in a bookmark or even type it in properly every time. Yes, yeah, a bit more labor intensive, but it's worth doing rather than seeing a zero Bitcoin balance, which there's a few people I've come across have ended up with zero balances. So quick interlude, if I can give Dan a shout out um, in the he's in the chat with us. So, Dan, hope you feel better soon, mate. I know you're not well again. Um, just learn Bitcoin.com has got a great site with all sorts of things like BTC bracelets. Um, they've got things like merchandise or what do you call it? Um, swag, I think it's called in America. Uh, we call it merchandise, everything you could want to promote it. Um, <clears throat> not only that, if you've got any questions about wallet setup, backup, mining, sending coins to the wrong address, can they be got back? Um, Long-term storage solutions, end-of-life planning, um, all that sort of stuff. It is worth checking out justlearnbitcoin.com. But also, once you're checking them out, when you click and go inside the homepage, for the benefit of this show, please scroll down and find this box. And please click it and support this lovely gentleman by the name of Phil Volman. Uh, we uh, refer to him as Phil Pastor Volman because he was a man of the cloth for 16 years. He was doing a Trezor update, um, a firmware update, when his Bitcoin was hacked. Here's a couple of videos we've done uh, with Phil live with us explaining how he lost his Bitcoins. But he was simply doing a Trezor update. And I've got to say something. If you know Phil like Elaine and I do and how Rocky does, um, Phil is very well versed in Trezor and very well versed in Bitcoin. He's been accumulating Bitcoin for several years. 
and understands a treasure inside out. He just made a fatal oversight and didn't check something. And in a heartbeat, his Bitcoin was gone. And if you click on his family story, you can see the type of individual Phil is. You can read this in a couple of minutes. I would really encourage you to read it. And if you click on the wallet tab, this will take you to the transaction ID of the hack. There it is there. And Phil's also very kindly been open to putting all of his transactions up. There they are from the start of his Bitcoin accumulation right up to the top one on this narrow box that actually shows his Bitcoin going from 14.2 to zero. Now, I've said this before and I'll say it again. How would you like it if you had 14 Bitcoin currently worth maybe at 10K, 140,000? And then they 10x'd or you knew they could 10x and then they were hacked and stolen. Wouldn't you want the crypto community at large to come out and donate and help you out? I would like to think it would happen if it happens to me. So I think we should do that with um, Pastor Phil. Now, on any of the pages, you can click the link. It will take you here to Tallycoin uh, where there is a donation website. And as you can clearly see, you can donate as little as 50 cents. And, you know, if a thousand people donate a dollar, we get Phil a tenth of a Bitcoin back. If a thousand people donate ten dollars, we get him one, almost one Bitcoin back. You know, if a hundred thousand people donate a dollar, you know, we get Phil close to 10 Bitcoin back. So it's about a lot of people doing a tiny amount. And the problem we've got is because my reach is not that great on my YouTube channel with just under 300 subs, it means that whatever I do, it doesn't have a reach. But if every one of my subscribers and my loyal supporters tweet that out and put some words and, you know, I don't know, um, tag fill in and some other big hitters in, we will start to get other people to see this and maybe we can help Phil at least get up to one Bitcoin. That would give him some inspiration, I know. Now, Phil is, you know, he is passionately thankful for even the most tiniest donation. But for two years, he's lived with this sick, this sickness in the pit of his stomach because the 14.2 Bitcoin that he'd amassed has all gone. And that never leaves you. You've always got this thinking back to why did I do it? Why did I do it? And I just want to help him. And I'm not going to let up until I have helped him. So the way you can help me, people, is to reach out to your followers and tweet and tag him, tag big hitters, tone vase, people like that in so that we get more eyeballs on Phil's plight. Thank you very much for listening. Let's get on with the show. Okay, as always, at this part of the show, I like to cover a few tweets. I found this one from Nico. Uh, the hash rate is now 10x higher than it was at Bitcoin's previous all-time high of 20K. So we're half the market cap and yet 10 times higher in the computing power that's what the hash rate is. The amount of global computing power that is supporting the Bitcoin network, keeping it safe, keeping it free from 51% attacks. This is huge. So even though we haven't hit that bull run yet, we've got a 10x higher hash rate than we did in late 
2017, which is pretty darned impressive. What does that tell us? It tell us that the, tells us that the masses, the big eyeballs, they see Bitcoin as the winner in all of this. The moon. When Bitcoin breaks $14,000, we'll probably see a massive snapback to 20000 Do you own one full Bitcoin yet? Bitcoin Meister, proud Zionist you today in the chat, has drummed it into me over three and a half years of watching every single show of his build up towards one Bitcoin. Don't just dollar cost average. Work out how can I get to one Bitcoin? What can I do to get to one Bitcoin? Yeah, and he's right. You should be aiming for one. And if you hit one, depending on the price of the sats, can I get to two? Can I get to five? Where, what is my strategy and what can I get to? And it says, do you own one Bitcoin yet? If you don't, work out the plan to start getting it. Okay, Mr. Joker's in the house. Gary O'Connell, if you're brand new to my channel, people, Gary, I allow him to come on with his humor uh, because Gary is the guy that gave me the initial phone call that took me down the Bitcoin rabbit hole. And I'll be eternally grateful. So what is he saying now? Stumbled onto this channel by mistake. What's Bitcoin and will it get me a girlfriend? Let's see what I mean. He's the eternal joker and he never lets up and I love him for it. Gary, welcome to the show. Don't forget to pound the like button, my good friend. And don't forget to go and tweet this out on Twitter. So there you go. Yeah, focus on Bitcoin, not women. Well done, SciFlyer67. Love it. Gary, seriously, welcome. Brady Swenson. I've had Brady on my show. Uh, Brady is one of the key players at Swan Bitcoin. And Swan Bitcoin, over the last six months to a year, have started to take the dollar cost averaging and automation of buying Bitcoin and moving it offline by storm. <clears throat> and they're going to be a big deal. You should subscribe to their Swan Bitcoin YouTube channel. They have some incredible guests on there. And I'm very honored to have interviewed Brady only a couple of weeks ago on my um, Bitcoin channel. So do go and check out my interview with Brady at <coughs> BitcoinInterviews.com, as well as the others. Proud Zionist Jews in the chat, Adam. I've interviewed Adam. Adam, we must do this again. I've got to get you back on my show. And I've got a new bit of software, Adam, by the way, that will allow me to invite you to come on to the show as a guest through a web browser, Google Chrome, without needing any software. So maybe you and I need to talk because I'd love to get you back on my show. Uh, definitely. So Brady said, quite profound this one. <clears throat> my kids fell asleep on either side of me tonight while I read to them. As I lay here, I'm struck by how frightening it is to imagine their future without Bitcoin. That's profound. I am so thankful for it. Knowing I can reliably transport the value of my time to their future selves is an incredible gift. That is, that is powerful, that you've got a legacy right now that you can transforward two, three, four, five decades to your kids, grandchildren's, great-grandchildren's futures, which is so profound. It really is. You hold value in anything else. The government want to eat it up. They want to take you for inheritance tax. You know that the inflation is devaluing your sterling, your dollar, your yen, your euro, each decade is going down, and yet Bitcoin will only 
ever go up in value if you're holding it right now and you don't let anyone get hold of it. So, Brady, thank you. Uh, Another OG in Bitcoin, uh, Jimmy Song, been around since the early days. 2013-14, Company X is taking Bitcoin for payments. 2015-16, Company X is using blockchain technology. 2017-19, Company X is doing an ICO. Most of them went to zero. 2020, Company X is buying lots of Bitcoin. Can you see the evolution there? It usually takes people a while before they get Bitcoin. Same thing for companies. That's really profound. Really profound. Jimmy Song, thank you. And finally, stack to the future. Love that one. We must never, ever give up on the Bitcoin dream. For the dream of Bitcoin is inseparable from the dream of freedom, the dream of prosperity, and the dream of peace. No matter what governments throw at us, we must hodl on and settle for nothing less than an end to the fiat corruption, wars, and that whole fiat era. There's another profound one. If you don't yet understand how Bitcoin can make the world a better place for our children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren, and our descendants, you're not in the rabbit hole. Because when you get it inside you, you just want to learn a bit more every day. And like me, you end out subscribing to more and more Bitcoin channels. You're on more and more videos because you don't want to miss out on anything. You want to be ahead of the curve. You want to learn everything there is to learn. And seriously, there aren't enough hours in the day when you're really down the rabbit hole because people, this affects your family's futures. It really does. So here we are. My quote, I love quotes, love this one, Uh, short but profound. Wake up with determination Go to bed with satisfaction. How can we relate that to Bitcoin? The determination is, how can I get some more Bitcoin? The satisfaction is, I'm in the Bitcoin overlay. This is profound, people. Aim for one Bitcoin. It's an absolute must, in my opinion, that you should be working on some kind of strategy that will take you to one full Bitcoin. Because... One full Bitcoin will set you and your family up for generations to come if you do it. So you've got to ask yourself, soul search, how can I do this? Sell your grandma. I'm only joking. I'm, I'm just kidding. I don't offend anyone. Sell your kids. I'm joking to that as well. But you take my point, people. It is that important that find a way to get yourself to one whole Bitcoin. Don't look at Bitcoiners out there in the stratosphere and you'll never get there. Work on Satoshis. Think of how can I get 100,000 Satoshis? How much is that worth? Work it out. Learn how to work it out. Because if you understand that much, you understand more than 99% of the world. If you can move a Bitcoin from one wallet or one address to another, you are ahead of 99% of everyone else. You need to understand this. And if you don't understand it, you need to understand it. You are so unique being in Bitcoin right now. You've got to get it, people. So that is 
my Bitcoin show for today, Thursday, the 15th of October 2020. I cannot believe we are in Q4 of 2020. Where the hell has this year gone? But I'm telling you, I am massively, massively excited about 2021 and 2022. And you should be too. Um, that is it, people. Join me on Monday, as always, at 1800 hours or 6 p.m. London time, where I go live every Monday and every Thursday talking about Bitcoin, trying to inspire you all to build that strong Bitcoin hand that I have. Have a great morning, afternoon, evening, great day, fantastic weekend. I'm going to leave you with my social media links. Do subscribe at UK Bitcoiner on YouTube. You're not going to get bombarded with anything, people, because it's dormant. But at least subscribe. If you haven't, go and do that. Please tweet this out. I'm out of here. I'm Brian, the UK Bitcoin Master, signing off. Have a great one all, and I'll catch you on Monday. See ya.